96.5 KLH, good morning. And thank you very much for listening to the Morning KLH. Dave and Doreen along with Marcus. I should probably rephrase what I just said. It's not Dave and Doreen along with Marcus. It's Dave, the board op coordinator. Doreen, the need to know coordinator. Marcus, the morning show producer coordinator. And now the Packer football NFL coordinator of the show, Jason Wildey. Jason, good morning and welcome to the broadcast. How are you doing? I feel like I'm more of a uh, Uber driver to various activities coordinator. Okay. In your house, you are. Paul is kind of the calendar coordinator. Yeah, mm-hmm. coordinators. They're all great titles. I, I feel like uh, I feel like if you have any more coordinators, you don't have any more people that are underneath them to be coordinated. Well, Weird that here. you yeah. are now answering my question before I even asked it. All right, so I read about this former Miami Dolphin linebacker coach, Anthony, is it Campanile? Okay. Campanile. Campanile. Okay, so he's going to be the run game coordinator slash linebackers coach. Then we read about Joe Barry, former defensive coordinator, who gets a job in Miami as a coach slash run game coordinator. How many assistant coaches are there? How many coordinators are there? And how do they divvy up these responsibilities? Yeah, I, I'm. It's a great question, and I don't have a great answer for it because uh, these feel a little bit like superfluous titles, right? Uh, just to make you feel a little more important. Uh, because I mean, and let's, and I, I say this not trying to be snarky or mean or sarcastic, uh, but Joe Barry's going to Miami essentially to replace Anthony Campanile. They basically traded linebackers coaches, and as as nice of a person as Joe is, and as much as I don't want to be mean to him, the fact that you would give him the run game coordinator title after his defense just finished twenty eighth <laughs> in the league in rushing yeah. defense seems a little bit maybe not quite qualified to be carrying that title, which is what tells me that you know whether it's pass game coordinator, run game coordinator, et cetera. Uh, they're kind of bunk. Like they're the 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 three co- the legit coordinator jobs. Because here's from my perspective, here's how you know that this is kind of bogus. Uh, all coordinators, according to NFL rules with the media, are required to speak once a week. So, and they had a run game and pass game coordinator on each side of the ball, offense and defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know who talks every week to us? Adam Stenovich, the offensive coordinator. Joe Barry, or now uh, Ryan, uh, Halfley, Jeff Halfley. And uh, my second favorite older Italian gentleman, uh, Rich Passaccia. Those three. Those are the three that are legit coordinators. The other four guys, they don't talk to us every week, even though they've got coordinator in the title. It's because they're not really coordinators. They're okay. you know, kind of next men up in the coordinator system. So, Jason, now that uh, we have Halfley in place, we have coordinators in place, it was announced that the Packers are going to switch to a 4-3 defense. So do the Packers have the right personnel on the field to make this transition? So I don't know. I, I know we talked about it at the time, but so they, it was a game where they got gashed for a pretty big gain on run play. And if you watch the film back, they've got two guys with their hands in the dirt uh, in the middle of the defense. And they get blocked, and the big game comes right up the middle, right? And if you remember, I asked Lafleur 
I understand why you only have two down linemen. And he totally, uh, and, and again, credit to him, he called me, called me. Usually we text. He called me and apologized to me for embarrassing me publicly. And I was like, wow. oh, I, it's fine. You were trying to make a point. But you also knew what I meant, which was you had two traditional down linemen and you got gashed. And that was probably not the right defense to be in. But uh, I joke that now I'll never have to have that again because now that they're switching to a 4-3, these guys will all be true defensive linemen now. Um, and uh, LaFleur <laughs> sent me a text making fun of me again, which is fine. I, <laughs> I, I can take it. We've got that kind of relationship. But it is, a, it is a meaningful change. And I know Matt tried to downplay it when we had our back and forth during the season that these outside linebackers, when they're in their sub-packages, are still basically defensive ends. And that's true to some degree, but they're, they're standing up. And for me, when I think, quote, down linemen, that means you got your hand down in the dirt, right? And those guys weren't on that play. And my point is, is that there was a time when this would be a seismic shift in the defense. Like, if you guys remember, it was only a couple of years into me being on this show, but in 09, McCarthy fires Bob Sanders as the defensive coordinator and hires Don Capers. And two years later, they're winning the Super Bowl, by the way. But they shifted from a 4-3 to a 3-4. And that's three defensive linemen, four linebackers, as opposed to the opposite. And when they did that, Ted Thompson drafted B.J. Raji in the first round and Clay Matthews in, a, in the first round. Because to run a 3-4, a you need a big, huge run-stuffing guy in the middle, and you need an edge rusher. And so it required them to change how they drafted in order to fill that spot, uh, those spots. And now the game has evolved to a point where it's all about versatility and having more defensive backs on the field. So I don't think it's as big of a change as it was in 2009 to go the other direction. But I don't think people should just dismiss it and say, well, it's just, you know, it's basically the same. Because it's not really truly the same. And I think it'll be interesting to see, for example, after making my joke at Joe Barry's expense, are they going to stop the run better? They've got one more big guy up front. So are they going to stop the run better than they have? Cause they have not done a very good job of it over the years. Okay. I know you have to watch the, the game to watch the game and write about it and stuff, but do you look forward to the commercials like the rest of us do? I do not have to write about the Super Bowl. Oh, you don't at the all? The aren't in it. If they were there, I, I would be there. I would, this would yeah. be, you know, and had they gone to Detroit, I would have been there, and I would have missed basketball games and volleyball matches and <laughs> gymnastics meets, and I would have been sitting there in Detroit going, I'd really rather be watching Sid. Right. But um, I do not have to write about it. I thought you did. Uh, huh. uh, not not the game, no. But I, I appreciate that, that you would think that, I would, that I'm that hardworking. I've really got you fooled, Dorian. <laughs> you, you absolutely do. The fact of the matter is I am far more interested in the commercials. Okay, good. And I don't, I don't want to tick off uh, any of our loyal, loyal listeners because I still have so many people that that will come up to me when I'm in Milwaukee and say, "I love you on KLH," and I'm like, "Well, I do do a radio show for three hours as opposed to the twelve minutes I'm with them." Um, but uh, I, I know that there are folks that are worn out or irritated or politically don't like Taylor Swift. But I got to tell you, as someone who has a uh, 14-year-old and soon-to-be 13-year-old in my house, I have two girls that will have more interest in the Super Bowl uh, than they would have if she was not mm-hmm. p- 
part of the ecosystem of this game. And they have been paying attention to previous games that the Chiefs have been in that they wouldn't have been otherwise. And I just think, you know, it's been fun to have Sid, for example, who really likes Taylor Swift, to be sitting with me when I'm watching the game and we talk about the football part and we talk about how her next album is dropping or whatever it might be. So I think on balance, she's been really good. Uh, I am curious, though, because even more than the commercials, I really like the halftime show. I love you guys know this. I love music. Mm-hmm. Um, my the for me, the best one ever is Prince in '07. I agree, one hundred percent. I just I, I I love the halftime show. It's it's not always a home run, but uh, I really do enjoy it. I'm eager to see what Usher and whoever else he's got coming along for the ride with him. Well, I believe it'll be Ludacris and Lil John at least. So that's yeah, what we that's hear. Ludacris. Yeah, it's Ludacris. Mm-hmm. Ludacris. That's Ludacris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mark Murphy will be forced to retire at the age of 70 next year. Mark Murphy came to the Packers all those years ago being a Super Bowl winning NFL player. He had worked for the Players Union. He was an attorney for the U.S. Department of Justice. He had his master's in business, an athletic director at Colgate and Northwestern. How do you replace a guy like that, and who's responsible for replacing him? Well, you left off the most important part of his resume, though. He uh, thinks he is also a stand-up comedian. <laughs> he yeah. is pretty funny. Yeah. Some of those, uh, uh, like that handwritten thing back was funny. Yeah. How about the guy yeah. who, the guy who, what, like 11 or 12 times actually uh, wrote him and told him he was so horrible at his job, and he responded? I thought that was funny. Yeah, he's. He's a, he, he fancies himself a funny guy. I, I do think he has a tendency to um, maybe not think through mm. some of the things he says and forgets that uh, he is not a stand-up comedian. He's the president of the team. But I always think back to that whole complicated fella uh, thing with Rodgers, which uh, wasn't false, but was probably saying the quiet part out loud, which you got to be careful about. But yeah, look, he's he's done a hell of a lot right now i would argue that he will never just like ted thompson versus ron wolf and mike mccarthy versus mike holmgren uh and maybe even to some degree uh brett Favre versus aaron Rodgers. those the the group that in the 90s resurrected this franchise will always be viewed much at a, at a on a higher plane than Thompson, McCarthy, Murphy, Rogers, et cetera. Just because for 29 years the organization wandered in the wilderness and in my childhood was mediocre to terrible. Uh, whereas, you know, Mark Murphy kept the train ru- running. The, the, that previous regime, Bob Harlan uh, laid the tracks and got the train uh, out of the junkyard and and refurbished it so it would run. And so he will never be at the same level, nor will any of those other guys I mentioned as those 90s guys, but he deserves a ton of credit. They're completely financially uh, set. They don't have to worry about losing the team to a big market. They've got Titletown. They've renovated uh, the stadium even further from the redevelopment in, in 2000. Like they have, they have, and they've kept the train running with success on and off the field. So he deserves a ton of credit for everything he's accomplished during his presidency. I don't love the seventy-year-old mandatory retirement age. Right. I don't. I, I mean, I, you know, I I would hope that 
I want to I want to keep coming to the team past seventy. And Paula doesn't want me around here certainly. So, <laughs> and I wanted to get I want to get to fifty years covering the team. And this, I just finished year twenty eight, so I got a ways to go. And and I just think when they made that bylaw, seventy was different than what we view seventy as. Today. Yeah. All right, Jason. Finally, what's your prediction for the game? Who's going to win? Uh, Usher and Cheetos. Mm. There you okay. go. Uh, no, I, uh, look, I, I don't know how you can bet against Patrick Mahomes at this point, right? Like, especially during the middle of the season when the Packers beat them, like they looked like a completely dysfunctional, going nowhere team. And he had never won a playoff game on the road before. Mm-hmm. And their struggles in the regular season meant they had to go to Buffalo and to Baltimore, and they won both those games. Um, so I have a hard time betting against uh, Patrick Mahomes. So I'm going to take the Chiefs. All right, very mm-hmm. good. Well, enjoy the game, and we will check in with you on Monday. And remember, we will be asking you about not just the game, but the commercials. So And Taylor Swift. And Taylor Swift, yeah. I will do all my homework and be well prepared since I don't have to write about the game. You always are. Thank you, Jason. We appreciate it. All right, everybody. Take care. Be good. You too. Jason Wilde, three-time Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year, co-host of Wilde and Tausch on ESPN Wisconsin, and being brought to you this morning by Mr. Holland's Home Services. Call 866-992-1717 or mrhollandshomeservices.com. Jason Wilde, part of the Morning KLH.